0: talk radio 77 wabc entertaining and informative this is sit and friends in the morning 77 wabc
1: The Rolling Stones Emotional Rescue. Danielle just took the car to the car wash. And the girl sitting at the cash register had a tip jar. Of course. She's sitting at the cash register. She's not wiping down the car with towels or to what no one was pointing. It happens everywhere. Monica Crowley checks in. She'll be on tomorrow at 840. So she called now. Talking about Monica, this man's kind of in the same business. I love this guy. Fox News comes on a lot now. May end up in the next New York Post Sid Rosenberg ad. His new column is in the new york post kid mess of joe biden's making at border and of course title 42 ended thursday all your liberal networks are telling us today that the numbers are down since title 42 ended here he is the very smart charlie gasparino charlie good monday morning buddy how are you great you know i just want to just
0: change gears for a second i'm reading the new york times and this is a fascinating story about why some companies are saying diversity and belonging <clears throat> instead of diversity and inclusion. And what's happening is all these companies that indoctrinated people following the George Floyd riots uh that you know we have to all think the same way that you know white people are bad. This is what they're waking up to, including this one company featured by The Times. That and they, they got this from a consultant that they hired. Miss Foster, that's the consultant, said companies must address racism, sexism, homophobia, and anti-Semitism in the workplace. But she believes that an overemphasis on identity groups and a tendency to deg- reduce people to victim or villain can strip agency from and alienate everyone. Duh. <laughs> 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 How many years to figure out that that, that, that woke propaganda indoctrination think the you know, camps that they forced everybody in was gonna divide people rather? Than- I know,
1: really. And it's and it's just getting worse. I mean, my kid, white boy, went to a school and his friends were black, they turned on him. I'm not gonna get too much more detailed than that. And even this story with this this hero Daniel Penny who had no idea that Jordan Neely's mother was killed when he was 14. All he saw was some crazy person who kept saying, mind you, I'm going to go to jail today, I'm going to kill all of you, I don't care, throwing garbage at people sitting on the train, yelling and no, screaming. Man. I mean, this guy's a hero, but because he was white and Jordan Penny was black, I got to hear Eric Adams and Al Sharpton and all your favorite and African-American AOC. people crying over this kid.
0: AOC. Think about AOC. Dandy Cortez, okay? I'm telling you, we both we've had similar trajectories in growing up. Uh, I mean, we both went different ways, and I'll and I'll tell you where we diverged. We both lived in the Bronx as kids. We both went to and and our parents took us out of the Bronx, the crummy neighborhoods we were in, and moved us to Yorktown Heights, which is not scarsdale, trust me, but it's it's not the Bronx. My father worked three jobs to to afford the, the crappy little house we had. Uh, near a UPS plant and down the block from Section 8 housing. He lived in a very nice place. And uh, by the way, her father was an, was an architect. My old man, was, as I said, was a uh, bartender and a uh, construction worker. I become a free market libertarian. She becomes a leftist. She should not be attacking Daniel Perry, giving that background. Uh, she has no idea what it's like to ride the subways every day, Okay. She is one of the biggest posers in the world, and uh, and I can't believe she gets as much people give her as much oxygen as she she gets. And it's she really gets disgusting. a lot.
1: I mean, Charlie, I don't want to get too carried away, but first of all, you're right. She should not be talking about Daniel Penny, nor should anyone who doesn't ride the subways regularly like I do or like you do. But uh, you know, I don't want to minimize who she is. She's just not some attractive girl who beat Joe Crowley. Not my type, mind you, to quote Donald Trump, but uh, certainly considered attractive when you look at people like the older Pelosi's and the Feinsteins. And maybe that's part of the reason why she's had success. But she's got a very big voice in that party, a much bigger voice than people realize. I know it's 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 frightening because she's really that dumb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I don't care what anybody, call me whatever, she is not. Uh, a, a, a smart, responsible human being. Ken yeah, Jesus. but it's not just dumb. You I mean,
1: it's, but it's not just dumb. I mean, you know, she's no, in New hard. York. It is dumb. Right, but she's surrounding herself. I mean, two of her best friends are Elon Omar and Rashida Talib. I mean, you, you know, Eric Adams, for example called Ed Day, an anti-Semite, a couple of days ago. M- mind you, there are more Jews in Rockland County than most counties in New York, and they voted for this guy oh, yeah. and love him. Right. Oh, yeah. But you talk about anthony She surrounds herself with two of the biggest Israel haters in the history of this country, in New York.
0: Of course. Of course. By the way, why is he anti-Semitic if he doesn't want migrants? Is that a little bit of a mixed mixed metaphor there? No, I don't get it either.
1: Did he get his, did he get his nationalities mixed up? I, I don't know. You're either a racist or you're <laughs> something. If you don't want migrants, you know, you're something. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it right now. I don't want migrants in my community. I don't want them. Right. Okay, not because I'm a bad guy, not because I don't feel bad, but we don't have the money. We don't have the means. This country is falling apart. Who the hell are we, Charlie Gasparino? Who the hell are we to be helping the world? And
0: here's how nefarious it really is. So I'm watching last week, two weeks ago, or last Sunday, not this, not yesterday, the Sunday before, 60 Minutes, and they do this blowout about child labor. They make it sound like it's, you know, Dickens, Dickens and Oliver Twist all over again because, um a company this company that operates in, mainly in the Midwest hires has, has been caught hiring children under 18 to work at really really difficult jobs cleaning up meat processing places apparently the job of spraying down the equipment with you know with boiling water obviously it's 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 not meant for kids right Oof. uh but the kids came in and they they were hired, this one company is called PSSI, it's owned by Blackstone, which is the big private equity firm, it's a portfolio company of Blackstone, they hired kids, and they made it sound like they hired them at, like, you know, pennies on a dollar, and they just hired them to get cheap foreign labor and kids and all this stuff. Well, and, but, but,
1: and, but, yeah. but let me start with that, how could they hire these kids if these kids didn't have ID? Well,
0: that's where, I. they, they barely mentioned this, and they barely mentioned the fact that these kids were here illegally. Actually, they didn't mention that they were here illegally. They didn't mention that the parents wanted them to work because you know, listen, I grew up with immigrants, right? Italian immigrants. My friends who were from Italy, they were they were working here when they were 16. They were they were doing you know everything from construction to waiter jobs. I worked in in restaurants when I was 16. I'm just saying that that is that the culture. Um, and here's what the what what in beating up Blackstone, which listen, they deserve to get dinged a little bit. They, they, they just fell through the cracks. They left out the most important thing. People are here illegally. The e-Verify system, they're supposed to say who you are, is a joke. All you do, the cartels sell these illegal immigrants, the cartels sell them fake IDs, dead and living people, which you can apparently get and you know get social security numbers very easy. Once that happens, you're in the system. E verify lets you work. And you know, these and then the companies themselves can't do perform something known as overdocumentation it's a, it's in the federal uh, federal employment law because that's considered a a form of discrimination so leaving out all this we're supposed to be, believe blackstone is this evil robber baron when really the system that 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 Joe Biden is now proclaiming works is failing miserably every single day And here's something else. If you really want to get your blood boiling here in New York or Midtown Manhattan, Eric Adams. This is what I I don't understand. Eric Adams is, 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 you know, sometimes he says the right thing, but he's really like all talk, no action. Eric Adams is saying he wants everybody back in the office five days a week because he he needs to spur the economy and and particularly the Wall Street crowd. And by the way, this is not just bankers. The Wall Street crowd. These are secretaries, assistants. You know, these are working class people that work at banks too. And big investment houses. You want them all back in the city. A lot of them work in midtown Manhattan. So lo and behold, as an incentive to do that, he's turning the iconic Roosevelt Hotel into essentially a homeless shelter. It's going to be a migrant, a <laughs> migrant center. Uh, can you believe this? We're going to right in the middle of the most busy most lucrative the place where you want people to spend money because by the way in those all those expensive shops and restaurants employ a lot of working class people so you want people to actually take their bonus money and spend it there in the middle of there he's going to put a migrant shelter in the iconic
1: roosevelt hotel okay. which is owned by the pakistani government so he's leasing it from them yeah. i mean it's it's nuts, unbelievable and then uh, you know the the, the critics of uh, mayor eric adams and like you said, I, I'm funny with the guy. I like some of the things he says. I like a lot of the things he says. A lot of it doesn't come to fruition. But then you get this prick Andrew Cuomo, this former governor, who's on the air with my dear friend John Katzmatidis yesterday, saying, I'm happy, I'm happy New York is a sanctuary city. Does he not understand that's part of the reason why we've got all these issues? You can't be a sanctuary city and then bitch about the migrants, right? You can't have them both.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I just want to say I like Andrew. Um, and you don't, but that's that's okay. You know, the world is, that's how you make a market, right? Diverging opinions. Um, did he really say I like New York being a sanctuary city? Oh, please. If
1: I gave you all the things Andrew Cuomo said, I, I want you to come back in two weeks and, and say again, I like Andrew. Let's see if that happens.
0: <laughs> well, personally, I think he's all right.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, but a lot of guys personally are, listen, Listen, the reason why I'm friendly with Eric is I would sit down with the mayor and have dinner, and I'd love him. You know, the guy, right. the, you know, he has dyslexia. My son has dyspraxia. He's a he's a funny guy. He's warm. There's nothing not to right. like. But unfortunately, right. these guys have positions that millions of us rely on. And whether it's Cuomo, really bad, or Adams, at times bad, you start to find out as much as you like them at dinner, they're screwing over a lot of people. Well, you know, the
0: problem is they can't break out. There's a dogma on the Repu- on the Democratic side. You know, people talk about the Republicans. Uh, you know, Trump, and you know, you have to. You know, they they think we're just you know, like people just follow one one master and have no divergent opinions. The, the Republican Party and conservatism in general is one big hot mess of people yelling at each other. It is much more freedom of thought, okay, much more you can diverge. There's anti-Trumpers, there's pro-Trumpers, there's people like DeSantis. It's all over the place. The Democratic Party really is a dogma, and it's a dogma on certain things. They embrace illegal immigration. Don't ask me why, because it's actually hurting working-class people. But well, I know why. It.
1: No, I'll tell you why, because these illegal immigrants come across the border wearing Joe Biden t-shirts. We allow right. them to vote. And guess what? Oh, the Democrats do very well when illegal immigrants come here because the Democrats make it easy. It's all about the vote. Right. Although that's starting to change because you
0: can see, um, you know, second, even first generation Hispanics that are are in this country legally, they're starting to vote more and more Republicans. So, I mean, I think that's kind of biting them in the rear end right now. I mean, Florida, for example, is a reason why, you know, conservative people see through that. And, yep. you know, but but they do they do it. So there's that part of the dog. The other dogma is, is homelessness. They refuse to enforce simple mental health laws. Um, if you I've I known people that have gone to big red or blue states like California and say, hey, I got a plan on how to uh, how to fix homelessness. Here's here's how we do it. Part of it, in, it involves um, coerced uh, forced. Um, you have to go to a a mental. You you have to put yourself into a place. Check yourself in if you're homeless, and you have to take medic- certain medications. Get yourself off the streets. And because of the ACLU, no Democrat will embrace. No, it. they don't we do have,
1: it. No, we have,
0: we have people. We, we have people like Daniel Perry Penny going out there defending strap hangers from lunatic homeless people. That's, That's right. That's this is evolved into Well it's true and
1: it's that's true. why uh, my friend Scott Bayer was on Friday him Katie Perry. Katie right. Perry's a liberal by the way Scott's a conservative but Katie's a liberal Brad Pitt's a liberal and they all left Los Angeles in the last couple of weeks. Oh, I got a...
0: Disgu- Los Angeles is disgusting I mean I gross I, I love the place I love the food I love the people but they, they turn it into a hell
1: of a Charlie movie. I came back I went to an event in San Francisco 15 years ago. I told my wife Danielle oh, I go God. the only other place I'd live in America is San Francisco you can't go there Dave Chappelle was killing it last weekend. Killing it. I heard. I, yeah. heard. I heard. Terrible. I heard. Now, listen, you well, are well, great. True, <laughs> I know. You're great. Thank you for doing this. Keep coming back. You've been coming back often lately. I like that. You're great. So thank That's you for not, another I great know. appearance. All
0: you have to do is make a call. That's all you have to do. I know. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Charlie. Okay, you got it, sit. That's all my right. man right there, Charlie Gasparino. Always does a terrific job here on the Sid Rosenberg Show.